On Wednesday nights at 10 p.m., you can hear the artists and music of the DMV right here on Songpo Radio. Believe it or not, we've been bringing you the music of the DMV every week since September of 2016. And you can catch us here weekly on WERA 96.7 FM or on Mixcloud at Songpo Radio. You're listening to WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. Disclaimer Please seek the advice of a financial or legal professional in any and all business ventures. This show does not constitute financial or legal advice. And now, and now, the show that helps you go from wannapreneur to entrepreneur. The Swift Kick Show with Timothy D. Craggett. Entrepreneurial tips and advice with a kick. Here's Tim. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Time to do what we always do. Do something new. Time for the first K. We all know that at some time in our life, we just are having the worst roadblock in our products and services. I get it. I've been there, and trust me, it's not uncommon for anyone in business, especially in today's world. But the funny thing is, there's people who will allow their products and services to be sold for a portion of the revenue. And that's called affiliate marketing, but there's still this, this stigma behind it. Well, I wanted to tackle it and I found the perfect person to talk about it. So let's go ahead and jump in. Do you need help in growing your business? We built you the best community to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We have exclusive content and extras all inside. Go to www.swiftkitshow.com forward slash group to learn more. Hey, welcome back to the Swift Kick Show here on WERA 96.7 FM. I am Timothy D. Cricket, and I have a guest for you guys that pretty much makes it super easy for all of you to get your business done. So let me do a brief introduction to bring them in, and then we'll get right into it. So the guest that I have for you guys is the co-founder of PayKickstart.com, which is an affiliate management and software, uh, a shopping cart software for online business that I even use. And it helps uh, entrepreneurs to automate their sales processes online, which is very, very cool. Uh, He's worked with some of the Internet's most prestigious businessmen and women in developing software solutions for improving business workflow. One of them is a mutual friend of mine that I might mention during the show. And lastly, with over $20 million in sales, plus a decade of online entrepreneurship business, he continues to reinvent the way we work. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to bring to you Mark Thompson. Mark, how you doing, my friend? Good, Timothy. Th- thank you for having me. I guess I'm a dinosaur I was thinking about that, and I was like, you know what? I feel like we're OGs. So, yeah, the, yeah. If, if, if it's not past six months, you know, you're, you're not the fresh kid on the block. So, yes, right. I'll take that. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So um, let's just get right into it. One of the things that helps with systemic growth in business is working with others. And uh, you would not know the term of joint venture or JV and all that. The strange thing is for some business owners, 
they're still trying to wrap their head around how do I bring the attention to what I'm doing? How do I uh, do it ethically and all that? And when they stumble into what we like with uh, what we like to call affiliate marketing, uh, there's always this cloud and mystery about it. So let's start from there. Sure. Uh, for you, where do you feel the true definition of affiliate marketing is, and what's your opinion on why it is such a mysterious place to be in? Well, I think uh, affiliates by nature are just a little different. They're uh, they're they're wired a little differently. Right. Um, they want things kind of handed to them. Uh, they expect the world. So, um, you know, uh, you know, I've worked with affiliates for the last eight years or so. I've worked with thousands of affiliates. Obviously, there there definitely is that eighty twenty rule where eighty percent of your affiliates are going to drive, or twenty percent of your affiliates are going to drive eighty percent of your revenue. Right. So it's really important that when you are building relationships with affiliates, you kind of understand who they are and start to really nurture the relationships that are lucrative. So that's something very important to do. Um, but also it's important to, uh, at, at being a product creator, to really have all of your ducks in a row, have all of the marketing materials, know your numbers. Because when you go and approach affiliates, these are the questions they're going to ask. You know, What are your EPCs? What are your conversion rates? What type of sales funnel do you have? Do you have marketing materials? All these types of, of questions they're going to be asking. And so it's important that you being the product creator, you, you have those things down pat. Uh, it's funny that you bring up relationships because we we think of the affiliate world today as being this this for lack of a better term like an online computer system because you just put up what you what you have for your offer and then someone magically uh, tells other people that it exists um, when in actuality there's a person behind the screen who's making this happen. So when we're talking about relationships, what what do you see as being the key parts of building a relationship? And what do you see are the things that deteriorate relationships when it comes to affiliates? Yeah, well, I think, you know, obviously, obviously it's, it's like the offline world. So like meeting someone in person, going to events, I think FaceTime is, is really important. Um, you know, and so, so sometimes you can do that. Sometimes you can't, but there's no reason why you can't get on a zoom call or a Skype call and just have that face-to-face -face interaction. I think it really helps to, you know, take the relationship to another level. Um, so I think that's really important. Um, things that can kind of deteriorate a relationship, is, is lack of transparency. Hmm. So just trying to get someone to promote your offer and selling them that this is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. This product is revolutionary. How many times have you heard that word? Right. Um, when, you know, it, or, or saying that, Hey, it's going to convert at 30% or, or, or giving them some sort of a figure and then they go to promote it and it falls uh, flat. So, um, just being transparent, being authentic, um, and really having that close interaction. They love that personalized touch. Um, especially some of the larger affiliates who can drive, more revenue really move the needle. Um, they like to have their hand held. They like to be able to customize your offer for what is uh, fits their list and their audience. I like that. the The tricky part in working with someone, especially in this digital space, is trying to understand what their end goal is to to see where their motivations really lie. So, um, the question there is where you have an offer that's in place and you have tons. And tons of people who come to you to say, I'm willing to promote, I'm willing to put this in front of my audience. Is there a system or some type of, of tactic or strategy in place to say, there's certain people that I want to work with more intensely than others? Or is it just a round robin and you just see what works and then you develop from there? Where, where do you lie in that situation? Yeah, it's, it's a really good question. And I think it depends on where you are in your journey. You know, if you're just starting off with one product and 
you're just trying to get anyone you can to promote it, right? You just want traffic, you want eyeballs. But as as you start to mature as an entrepreneur, you know, your product matures, your business matures, um, you start to build relationships. That's when you can start to kind of pick and choose and be more strategic about who you go after and start to customize promotions around that particular affiliate because you start to know who your affiliates are. You start to know what their list is like, what their community is like. And then you can be like, hey, you know what? There's five guys that I know would absolutely kill it with this offer. Let me put a little bit more time and effort on the front end to make sure that it's tailored for these guys because I know they're going to crush it. That falls within the whole thing of the 80-20 rule that you were mentioning earlier yeah. where you know, after a while you'll see, okay, well, there's 20% that's bringing me 80% of, of my traffic or my revenue. Um, so that definitely falls in line. Um, but then it, act, it, it brings on the, the secondary question of you start to build these relationships and things either, you know, go north or south. And for this example, we're going to say it goes north. Um, then there comes the time where you might have that second or that third or that fifth promotion coming down the pipe. When we're talking about working relationships, are we only talking about revenue or are there are there other things that we are not paying attention to that make a relationship strong beyond the dollar sign? Yeah, that's another really good question. And I think some of the best relationships you have are where you can like interweave your business with their business, right? When there's when there's overlap between your audience and their audience. And so it's not just, hey, let's just have you promote this offer. It could be like, hey, I'll I'll reciprocate and promote you. Or, you know, what what can I do to help your business succeed and provide value to your community? So if you position it as a way to, hey, I want to serve your community, the the dollars and the revenue comes on the back end. And so but the problem is most Product creators don't think like that. They're just mm. thinking, hey, I want this guy to promote me so I can make money. When they don't think of the long-term play of nurturing that relationship and truly understanding what motivates them to you know, want to do business with you long-term, right? And sometimes, like we've done lots of different things. We, I've been on podcast interviews where you know people will learn about me indirectly through that podcast and come to me. And maybe it's not a quote-unquote referral link or an affiliate link, but just me building that relationship with them helped to get their audience to start paying attention to me or putting their, you know, one of their products on the back end of one of our sales funnels or inside of a training module. So it's really just kind of, um, you know, integrating what they're doing um, with what you're doing and making, just providing value to both communities. I like that. And I think that's something that is missed because it, it's, it feels like in some ways for some affiliates that it is a one-way relationship and it's not necessarily because of the systems in place, but more so just the mechanism, like, being that we're all on the internet, we're used to having a one-to-many conversation, even when we're having a one-to-one -one conversation. Uh, the typing just really just doesn't work. Um, I'm putting that out there for everyone. If you're going to flame me, it's perfectly fine. Um, but seriously, um, I, I totally agree with you with the idea that taking the time to uh, actually get to know the person as a person brings about more of a relationship being uh, more than just business, which leads me to this question. Um, when we're talking about working in tandem and having some type of synergy, are there certain things that you look at that that denotes a better relationship when it comes to pairing businesses together? Is it just the audience or is it more than the audience? Where do you see that there's there's signs in the wind, per se, that says that this particular partnership might be more than just this one time event? Yeah. So uh, a, a few different thoughts there. The the first one being, you know, like what, what type of business do they have? Is it something that complements you, right? Because if it's a complementary business, that's when you know, hey, they're, like we have like-minded communities 
And that's when there's going to be overlap. And that's really when, you know, you can kind of connect all the dots. Hey, my audience is going to like your audience and vice versa. So, hey, if people don't know about your products, let me tell them about it and, and vice versa. So I think that's really important. Um, there also may be affiliates that you work with where their business isn't complimentary, but there's other there's other value that they bring to the table, right? Maybe they're just they're just influencers. They have large communities. They're well connected, so they can introduce you to other people. So it's stepping stones to building your your network and your community. I love it. Let's do this. Let's take ourselves a very quick break, and when we come back, we'll get deeper into this world of affiliates and how you can think about this whole world in your business. You're listening to the Swicky Show here on WERA ninety six point seven FM. The conversation doesn't end here. We'd love to hear from you so we can better provide you more great content and some fun stuff. To learn more, go to www.facebook.com forward slash Swift Kick Show. Look forward to being friends. Welcome back to the show. It's Tim, it's Mark, and we're talking about the whole world of affiliates. Now, I have to say, when you released your SaaS, it was a breath of air, breath of fresh air for me, um, because I'd been in the game and been through a couple other uh, programs prior to, and the one thing that stuck out for me was um, user experience. And so I wanted to kind of jump into what you saw in the marketplace that demanded a change, because the 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 whole scope of your business of finding solutions and finding innovation helps to get the whole industry to grow. So my question for you starting off on this part is when you realized that there was a, a problem in how affiliates connected with each other, what was the observations that said we need to improve? Where did you see that there was a lack and you had to fill that position? Well, I, I felt that uh, the solutions that were out there were very archaic and they really weren't focused on uh, innovation and and improving. And so I felt that there was definitely an opportunity. And actually when when we built our platform, it was really built as an internal tool just to sell our own products, just mm -hmm. because there was so much uh, lack of flexibility and customizations and it really didn't adapt to our business. So we felt that we had to build it out of pure necessity. And of course, over the years it evolved and then we started to let other vendors and businesses use the platform. So in my opinion, one of the best types of products you can create is something where you have your own problem and challenge and, 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 you know, odds are there's other people that have the same issues as well. And so um, I felt that it just wasn't evolving. And so this whole concept of customer happiness and customer value is really where things are starting to go in the industry. If you're, you know, so people are willing to pay for value, right? right. And if your tool or product doesn't provide the value, they're going to go somewhere else. There's so much more competition out there than there ever was before. It's so much easier to start a SaaS company or an online business than ever before that you need to put the customer first. You have to put the customer in the middle of your entire business. And if you don't do that, it's going to fall short. And I felt that a lot of the solutions out there were not doing that. They were looking at it just as a pure revenue um, generation strategy and not, hey, how can what can I do each and every day to improve their, my customers' businesses and make it easier for them to run their businesses? And what I want to piggyback on that is when you were talking about the ideas of innovation where you're customer-centric first and you're thinking about the experience of the customer, um, there was something that jumped out at me, which told me that there was more thought into this than I, than I even anticipated. And that was the relationship with partners. Again, this is the whole thing of going back to working with uh, affiliates. There comes a point where your affiliate becomes a, a firm partner in releasing any type of product or solution. 
And, you know, the, to have the foresight to see that as a necessary step was innovation in itself. Why was that important to you? Um, so uh, here's the way I, I've been talking about this the last couple of weeks. So, you know, everyone's been thinking so much about the funnel, right? Like Russell Brunson talks about it every day, right? Yeah, Where, yep. And so the funnel is, it's a great concept and everyone has used it and everyone's comfortable with the funnel concept where, you know, you put all this time, money, and energy into building an audience, getting traffic through your funnel and out spits a customer. Right. The problem was, the problem is with a funnel, it, it, uh, the momentum dies at the end of the funnel. Right. Whereas with a flywheel concept, the, the customer is in the center and everything you do revolves around that, that customer and you start to build momentum for each happy customer that you have. Now, to me, I think of affiliate partners almost as customers. If I'm if I'm making them happy, hmm. they're going to be my biggest brand ambassadors. They're going to continuously talk about us. They're going to want to keep promoting us over and over. And sometimes, you know, I, there's been plenty of affiliates that have continuously promoted new products, new offers that we have. And I haven't even had a chance to really nurture the relationship, but because we've been able to keep them happy, give them what they need, they know that we provide great value to the marketplace. They're just, they can't wait to promote and, 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 you know, time and time again. So I think that's so important to just everything that you're doing, just you're, uh, keep them happy and treat affiliates like you do with customers. I love that. And I think that's a golden gem for the sake that that isn't said a lot. We don't really see these relationships as also being transactional in the, in, in the same vein as we do with the end uh, customer and, and giving them that same type of experience and, and feeling of belonging. Um, I think that's a great observation. That's, that's a really good insight. Um, adding to that, there's also the uh, part of the relationship where um, coming together, let's say like in live events or something where you got to, where you get to actually meet and you, you get to break bread per se. Um, that's a great opportunity to nurture a relationship, but it's also one that is lost. So my question for you, because, you know, we've met on occasion uh, at live events. Um, what What's the one thing that you see people miss when they have that opportunity to shake the hand of the person that they've been working with behind a screen forever? Because, you know, sometimes it's just, oh my gosh, that person's a fan and oh, well, they're here. And there's other people that are like, you know, that's a real person. I mean, you know, get to know right. them. What, what have you seen that's been missing as far as building that personal relationship when you have that opportunity to be across from a person? Yeah, that's that's a great question. And I feel so many people miss the boat on this. Um, when you do have that opportunity, well, you know, when you meet them face to face, it just fundamentally changes the relationship when you can actually, you know, not be staring at someone's avatar and actually exactly see them in the flesh, <laughs> right? Um, but, I, you know, whenever and everybody networks a little bit different, um, I I just, I don't even really like to talk business. I mean, obviously, you know, because it'll naturally, you know, you'll start talking about business, but I love to just kind of ask personal questions just about who they are, what, you know, what things do they do outside of work and really just, you know, put business aside and just get to know the, the person um, where I see so many people miss the boat is, you know, they, they, they introduce themselves. Hey, it's so nice to meet you in person. Oh, by the way, we have this launch coming up. Right. I'd love for you to promote. <laughs> right. Like, that's, that's, in my opinion, that's not what, you know, in-person networking is about. It's really just to kind of just sit back and kick it and relax and hang out with the people and just get to know them on a more personal level, right? The, the, the business stuff will happen after the event. Hey, great to catch up with you, man. It was, you know, mm -hmm. um, good sharing a couple beers with you, that type of thing, right? Right. Um, and, and I think the business stuff will follow. I love it. Um, I, I wanted to bring that in because when you think about, uh, just how much we're busy and just the minutia of working. 
that those opportunities sometimes are felt to be more of a business trip than an actual trip to get to know the person. And that can further foster the relationship once you're away. Um, so I wanted to make sure that we mentioned that. Another thing that I was thinking was important was the idea of, of cross promotion, which you mentioned earlier. I wanted to get back to that. Mm-hmm. When you're thinking about bringing someone together and you have synergy, whether it's product service, customer base, uh, whatever, whatever your criteria are, um, there's parts of, of that relationship that mature and there's parts of the relationship that uh, you outgrow. For you and your experience, do you find there's any one particular thing that someone should concentrate on once they have that opportunity to start working intimately with another business owner? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I think it, it's going to be on a case-by-case basis, right? Because there's certain people like certain affiliates or, or people that we've worked with, they lend themselves to like being a great integration partner, right? Because we have a, a software platform. And so we work with lots of third-party solutions. And so sometimes it's just having a native integration with them and being like, okay, well, once we've got the integration, okay, well, how can we tell people about it, right? Is it a landing page that talks about it? Can we do some sort of a webinar, joint uh, webinar together? So I think it really just depends on each individual partner that you have and the type of community they have, right? Because sometimes their community is in social media, right? Maybe they have a Facebook group, an active Facebook group, or other times maybe they do weekly webinars. And so try to figure out, just learn and understand their business model and where their community gathers, and then try to figure out how you can inject yourself into that community and while providing value. I love it. So let's end on this because we're, we're running on time. Um, there's one thing that I want to mention, and then I'll ask my last question. The The thing that I want to mention is that I, I still find it uh, unique in your signature of what you do uh, with the white backgrounds. I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, I wanted to end with this. There's There's a point in time where your personality and your character help to influence the people that will then become your affiliates. My question to you as a person that's done this for for so many years, um, what do you find is the, uh, uh, I'll rephrase the question. This is a better way to ask it. When it comes to branding yourself and then working with affiliates, what do you find is the key to uh, showing your personality without going overboard? Yeah, so I, I think it just comes back to honesty and transparency. And while that may seem very simple, it's very hard for people to do it for whatever reason, because they're, they're worried, they're, they're thinking about the almighty dollar and getting money in their bank account and not, not worrying about burning bridges. And, and I think that's one of the reasons that the quote unquote internet marketing, you know, uh, uh, arena has, has gotten a bad rap is because of so much burning bridges, just like churn and burn these products and just try to make a quick buck and get on out. Right. I've, I've been doing it for 10 years. Like I'm in it for the long haul. And, and you can definitely, you know, the people that at least I've formed relationships with, these are people who are 100% honest. They, they, they stand behind their products. They support their products and they've been around for years. Right. I mean, there's mm-hmm. people are going to come and go and you have to keep, unfortunately, you have to keep your, your guard up. There's, there's going to be lots of people that come and go. But um, the ones that I have focused on and have really nurtured the relationships, these are, you know, relationships that I've had for five or 10 years. I love it. So if I'm, if I'm going to paraphrase this for people, it's do good work. So that's all I got to say about that. Mark, thank you so much for being on the show. I highly appreciate that we've been able to put this together. Thank you for being on the show. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Not a problem. And guys, if you want to get more information, www.swickkickshow.com forward slash Mark, that's M-A-R-K to get more information. Please make sure that you do. Okay. We're going to go ahead and close this thing out. You're listening to the Swick Kick Show here on WERA and we'll be right back. Sometimes you just need someone that understands you and we're here to help. Growing a business can be a challenge. Many people try to do it alone, but more can be accomplished if you had a community of your own. As a thank you to our listeners, we've created a community for you that provides resources, extra content, motivation, and opportunities to grow your business. The best part, it's totally free. Join the entrepreneurship movement at www.swiftkickshow.com forward slash group so you can increase your skills, meet like-minded people, and create the impact you've always wanted to create. That's www.swiftkickshow.com forward slash group. Can't wait to meet you. All right. I hope you got a lot out of that because I surely did. Time for the last kick of the day. Mark, thank you as always. So much fun catching up with you. I I got to figure out how we can get together again because, yeah, it's been a very, very, very long time. <laughs> but anyway, recap, guys. So I hope you got some ideas as to ways that you can bring many, many other like revenue streams to your business. So you don't have to figure it to, to be the creator or proprietor of, of every single thing that you do. There's so many different income streams and revenue streams that we can bring into our business that uh, our customers can enjoy and feel like they're being completely taken care of. And and the, the funny thing about all of it is that all you have to do is just look to see who has something that matches who you're currently serving. Or maybe even a way that you can introduce them to something that's totally new. The whole thing is you're finding ways to extend the relationship. And that's what this is really all about. It's about relationships. It's about putting together win-win situations for the most part. So find those affiliates. And of course, uh, I am Timothy D. Craigette. And I'll check you guys next week. You've been listening to The Swift Pick Show with Timothy D. Craigette. For more information and bonus content, go to www.swiftkickshow.com. Tune in next week for another kick. Radio Arlington with you wherever you go. You can listen to us on your smartphone using the TuneIn app. Simply search for WERA-LP or stream us from your favorite web browser at WERA.FM. Hello guys and girls, this is Arno, the host of the show with my two friends, Olive and Dudu. Hey, join us in our ménage à trois. Oh la la, the more the merrier. Le show, every Saturday at 1 p.m. Come with us, don't be shy, to explore some French music on WERALP 96.7 FM. <laughs>